anytime, anywhere. That's all. kicks and fires he struck him out looking it's over it's over the rangers have won the world series ranger fans you're not dreaming the rangers are the world series champions where are we at in society today come after me i'm a man i'm 40 appreciate that question it's the miracle on ice it's Tiger in 05. It's history in the making. This is the Drake Toll Show. Whatever you think you're about to listen to, it's probably going to be even weirder. This is the Drake Toll Show. Cameron Stewart across the room. Aaron Sexton runs the board. And Los Baylor Bears, Los Osos, have a new running back coach. They sure do, baby. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to enlighten all of us on if it's Cannon or Keenan, I think it's Cannon, right? It's got to be K H. I mean, sure, your guess is fine. Cannon Hall. I think it's Keenan. All right, we're we're doing too much there. He's the SMU running back coordinator, running backs coach, and running back coordinator. Oh, he's both. That's a, that's tough to juggle both. Yes. Yes. Luckily, Baylor got a gem in Kenan Hall, adding them to the staff per Pete Thamel, following the hiring of Jake Spavadol and A.J. Stewart, who got fired. We hardly knew ye, A.J. Stewart. Remember that one time that Baylor... Hardly knew ye. That Baylor year. hired A.J. Stewart as running back coach, and everybody was like, oh, dude, we're going to win a national championship. I do remember that. The, the hype, the people... Out on the streets on Austin Avenue, like waving out their apartment windows like yes. a ticker tape parade when AJ Stewart came into town. It just didn't work out. Sometimes it just now the Beaver guy, you know, Otani didn't work out in Anaheim. Yeah, didn't bring them any championships. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's not a great baseball no. player. Carl Malone didn't bring a championship to LA. Doesn't mean he's not a great yeah. person. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's questionable. With, I just. Here's that, what, I mean, that doesn't mean he's not a great person. This guy was the 33rd best recruiter in the AAC. So that if you Whoa. weren't already, if you weren't Wait, already who's fired ranking up, that? If you weren't already fired up, he had gotten two commitments. I read today. I was like, okay, what does that have to do? I we this happens all the time. Again, there's the yeah. distance of 10 days. There's a distance of 10 days uh-huh. from Miranda. So you're like, I don't hate him anymore. Well, Baylor hasn't lost in 10 days. Right. And every new hire, he could have hired Joe Schmo. From off the street, and you would have gone. I hear he's a great recruiter. Like, yeah, yeah, he's worked at New York Life the yeah, last five I, I years. Would say Every I, time there's an assistant hired, he's, he's a, a great recruiter. He's a great recruiter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a, really great with the kids. I mean, I don't university. know if you heard that about Jeff Grimes, though. I you, do, you do hear that a lot. You don't hear it about coordinators. Okay, just position. Code. I told you this off the air. It's true because okay, coordinators, okay. you start to analyze their actual true numbers. The yes. only thing you can really do with the position coach is go, oh, they are a great recruiter. Yeah, I mean, unless they're the quarterback coach, I guess, would be 
okay, so they developed this great quarterback. Even then, that usually goes and more to the Even then, that's the OC. Yeah, even uh, then, you're looking I, at the I, OC. Yeah, so it, this is... This is like looking and scouting offensive linemen. There's only like so many. Yes. You have to look at the, the group's stats because they don't have one. So I look, SMU had a really good offense this year. They were top 15 in total offense. And so it's like, well, that's great. But you're also, it's the running backs coach. Yes. Like and it's not. Rhett, but doesn't Rhett Lashley run but, like but, a but, power eye, like a but, pro set? Doesn't Rhett but, Lashley love to run the ball at SMU? Hey, <laughs> they had 331 first downs this year. Which is a school record. Which is good. Three of the first downs, baby. Total plays second in SMU history. You're getting the orchestrator of that effectively. No, I'm not upset with this. He did spend a year at Texas State, by the way. I'm not, which is probably where this came from. I'm not upset with this hire. It's not like, oh no, you know, old man screams a cloud. Twenty-two year old screams a cloud. I just don't. Okay. Just how excited do you want us to get here? Okay. You know, all right. And hey, I mean, if he is like the number one recruiter for SMU, then that's a. But let me finish the point. Yeah. If he is that in real life, I have a question. Then you're like, well, okay, at least you pulled that from a team that won their conference championship, a, t- a program that's going to the ACC. So Baylor's still bigger than SMU, sure, mm-hmm. but one that is going to play in, in a power conference next year, and he decides he wants to go to Baylor instead. Okay, maybe then that's a. Oh, all right, that's. That's kind of nice. You're not throwing any parades or anything. What What is your question? Do you have a question or a comment? Remember the uh, oh, Jorge Munoz? I do, yeah. Remember Jorge Munoz? Dynamite recruiter. And the day he was hired from LSU, Baylor stole away LSU. Was he their passing game coordinator or wide receivers coach? Or? I think it was wide receivers. I think it was wide receivers. Brady would have been the uh, passing game coordinator. And when Baylor hired Munoz away from LSU, it was, oh, this is it. That's your ticket. Bang. This is the ticket. Bang. Not only is he a great recruiter, he is a bang-up coach. The receiver room is going to be great. Baylor is going to win so many games. And it's the games. same thing we said about Mateos, too. Yes. Comes, oh, this was the guy great who was recruiter. behind the personnel with Honestly, Grimes and how do we even get him? How are we so uh, lucky to even get him? It, he should have been B- BYU's OC. He should have been Grimes' replacement uh, and got a promotion, but instead we pried him uh, away. What? What? Of all course, those... I got the, all the Arkansas fans in the YouTube comments that Mateos locked on Baylor video of like, well, what makes you think he sucks? I yeah. laid out like 10 minutes of stats. And they're like, well, that's just stats. That's just, just the numbers. He's a that's great recruiter. The, that's just the terrible offensive output they put Idiot. out there. He's a great recruiter. I just... Before we all freak out, because Baylor hired some guy whose name you've never heard of, the running back coach of SMU, remember when, remember when Baylor hired Jorge Munoz? And, and again, this happens with every Did assistant. Jorge Munoz have three 400-yard rushers this year? <laughs> I don't think so. Remember when Baylor hired A.J. Stewart? And then everybody thought, oh, wow, I don't think I do. Steal. I don't think I do remember that. I do. Actually. I do because I, the no. rhetoric was— from Oregon? The, I think I did an episode of Locked On Baylor about it. Yeah. The rhetoric was, what a great recruiter, Oregon State. This guy's going to come in. He's going to recruit. He's going to build the running backs room. Um, what do all those guys that we've met, all those names we've mentioned so I far mean, have in common? They did all get fired. He did bring, he did have two good two freshman, true freshman running backs this year. Yes. Now, he didn't really recruit either of them, yes. but they were there and right. they played and they're coming back. When the running backs ran the ball, there wasn't really ever an issue, was there? That, that well, seemed to be one of the bright spots, the the actual play of the running backs, not the offensive line ahead of them. Yeah, that was the problem. The running backs creating their own. And Dave said, and he'd probably just fire the running backs coach. Probably a culture change. Just Yes. I just don't think A.J. Stewart was a good enough recruiter. 
you know, we had been told that coming in. And Eric Mateo, guys could recruit. And in the end, uh, you know. And we heard a lot going into, like, through last high school football season about Bryson Washington, Franklin, the one back-to-back state championships, and then quite a bit of, as well about Dawson Pendergrass. I haven't heard anything at the running back position recruiting-wise this year. Uh, no, no I'm not terribly anybody. plugged in, I guess, but like you, you don't need you anybody. Heard about these? You guys. don't need a running back, and that's probably why Baylor just hasn't recruited a high school class this year. There just isn't anyone. Yeah, Baylor's that out- was that was a bold move. I gotta say, Baylor's outside of the top sixty in recruiting. I gotta say, it was a bold move. I think Oklahoma State was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're around gonna, the fifties. You're gonna have to target the transfer portal. Um, so at this point, at this point, is do you when is when do we get Ollie Gordon available in the hmm. portal? When does Ollie Gordon come to Baylor? And can Mike Gundy come with him? Is the question I have. I just don't, you know, like uh, the momentum that Baylor's getting here. Somebody posted on the Instagram that the kids are using. You see this new app? You see this? Uh, it's just pictures, Aaron. <laughs> now I got this. I can't video. even, like, I can't. Well, I could even catch I can't up retweet to that. anything. Or an X guy. Got this video side of it. Reels? Real stupid, if you ask me. And I, I, Aaron, I'm, I'm clicking on it, and it just starts. It just starts playing. It's Blair, loud. loud. I'm trying to scroll through. I can't. I, 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 I'm trying to zoom in on it, and it puts a heart on it. I, uh, it's a little too southern, Mosley. A yeah. little too southern. It, it, it varies by the day, or by the segment, really, on how good the Mosley impressions. At Mosley. Yeah, impression yeah. I got to get on a roll. Uh, with with the whole. I saw an Instagram post with the whole. It encompassed all the these new assistants. It's like Baylor and Dave Aranda are in a great spot. They're hiring long-term assistants. This is Mac is showing that he has confidence in Baylor long-term or in, in Dave Aranda long-term and that no matter what happens next year, Dave will still retain his job because they're hiring assistants that could be long-term fixes. Uh, Jake Spavadol spent one year at Cal. Not really a long-term stint there. Yeah, and he's done, he's done the Larry Brown route. The Larry Brown basketball coach yes. route of like two years and out. Yes. Not that he hasn't been successful, but it's not like you're planning for him to be your offensive coordinator for four or five. Higher lifer. He is he understands he's taking a risk by coming back to Texas of a one year job. This is I would say the opposite, actually, of what this Instagram poster said. I would say the opposite. I think all of these assistants are being hired with the knowledge of eh, this might very well be a one year stint. The yeah. odds are very high. Very high. This is a one year stint at Baylor and then house is cleaned. The house is cleaned. Yeah, when you're a new coach, that's one thing, right? You get excited about all the guys they hire. If they're bringing back Baylor legends like a Sean Bell, uh, you get excited. Tweety Carter. But, but when you, yes, but when you're like coaching for your job, yeah, there are very few hires that's like, wow. Not only very few hires that you really get excited about, which I got excited about the Spavadol one. Not really excited, but excited. So there's that, and then there's what this poster is saying of, Boy, I mean, he brought in a great recruiter. Ken, he brought in Kenan Hall, so Dave's going to be here for three or four more years yeah. at least. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I just, I can't make that jump. Can you? Because Kenan Hall brought, left- he brought in the SMU running back coach. Ooh, boy, he must. Mac, Mac, Mac has his guy. Yeah, left SMU because I mean, and, and they've, they've what a bad university to be at right now because they're making the transition to the ACC where they'll probably get shellacked. <laughs> And even if they and don't, they don't have any money because they're paying for 10 years just to be involved. And that conference might not be around for It's that like long. inviting your ex-wife to Thanksgiving and letting making her pay for it. Like, yeah, you can come, I guess, but you're going to have to pay for the food. That's what SMU is doing right now. No one wants them at the table. It doesn't make any sense that they're there. And they paid to get in the front door. 
So the running back coach said, you know I've what? Paid to get in the front door of like Portofino's. Man. And brother, there is no. <laughs> like not even DeCampley. Right. And there is <laughs> no pressure. What a beautiful time. To get in the front be, door of Subway. To be hired as an assistant at Baylor because there's just no pressure. There's no, no. expectation. And you know, you come out there, you have a good time, you be a great recruiter. <laughs> yeah. You'd be a great recruiter. That's why I think it's I think it is kind of attractive for these I don't mean this to sound bad, but like lower level assistants, like being a running backs coach, um, to where you can like you say, the no pressure thing. Yeah. You're in the power five. Like there will be some eyeballs on you, right? Like if you're someone that's coming from an SMU or even like a, a Southern Miss or a Troy or an App State, one of those good group of five teams. Yeah. And you come in here and it's like, well, either way, I win. It's probably only going to be here one year either way, whether it's whether it sucks or it doesn't. But I can either get a better job in group of five out of this, or I could keep moving up uh, with lateral moves eventually through the power five. So I did think it was interesting. He does get the associate head coach tab. Did you notice that? No way. Hall, yes, he's associate head coach, which is what Stewart was, I believe. But you're kidding. When you bring in someone like Spavadol, with all the experience he has, and you made public that you wanted a former head coach to be your offensive coordinator, that's bizarre to me that he wasn't tapped as the associate head coach and that Kenan Hall is. I really... Do we, ha- do we have a list of the coaches from the, 2022 se- from the 2020 season? I would like to know how many of those assistant coaches are still at Baylor. Uh, a good bit made the jump to Tech. Ready, ready, ready. Joey McGuire. You got it? You got it? Dave Aranda, yes or no? Yes. Still here. Dead or alive. Joey McGuire. Uh, no. Uh huh. Larry Fedora? No. Ron Roberts? No. Ore Munoz? No. Sean Bell? Yes, baby. Demoted yes. back to where he originally was, tight end coach. Dennis Johnson? No. I don't think he is. Did he leave last year? Uh, Did he go to Tech with Joey? This is a total press box move. <laughs> Dennis Johnson's still a Baylor. Oh, yes. Okay. Good. Woo! Yes, baby. Woo! DJ. Um, Hall of Famer. The other Johnson, Justin Johnson. That's the one. Oh. Juice. Yeah, he's juice, a tech. Juice. Yeah. Gone. Matt Pallage, special teams. <laughs> yes, he's back. Took a hiatus, came back. Brian Stewart. No. No. And offensive line coach Joe Wickline. Don't think so. No, he's also gone. Don't think so. Uh, Aaron Hunt's still there. Yeah, Aaron Hunt's not on this list. This is just He's still there. The coaching <laughs> staff. So, in conclusion, Ad Meister puts in the CNC collision text line. I'm all for Drake and Cam to get paid 500 grand a year, which but I can't even fathom that amount of money. Yeah. You I, might be driving I don't your know car if I'll ever make that and like, you, cumulatively. You might make 500 grand a year. I would love to know what that feels like. Could you Give me that experience of what that feels like by paying me five hundred grand. Right. Yeah. Let me know. I want to experiment. Yeah. Don't just tell me about it. Two five four. Actually, speak louder than words. Who wants to donate money to our salaries? Um. It says add my and Aaron's and Aaron's. Aaron. Aaron. Five hundred thousand dollars a year to lose in football games. I'll tell you this. You put both of us in charge of the football program. You go on offense or defense. (coughs) Oh, that's what I had to think about that. Offense. I'm an offense guy. Great. I'll go defense. That's fine. We're not. We're not going to win a lot of football games. We're not. You know. I'm going to hire some what? buddies. I might bring Phil Burns in the West High School baseball coach in with me. We could call uh, Cody Harvey, 
be one of my first calls, probably. Yeah, they need an SNC guy from China Spring. I would, I you know, I would have uh, Tyler Beatty and Reggie Patrick on my side. You think Beatty would would take the job? I don't know to work under me. Who wouldn't? True. Great point. Great point. Baylor quarterback legend. I say China Spring head coach Grant Taft head coach. Right, like he can be the head coach in or or just you know great grand advisor. Okay, we call him. We okay. give him some kind of big title. And what rules did basically in nineteen for the last three games? Yeah. And you know, yeah, we go. Th- we would go three and nine. We'd go three and nine. But but we'd have a hell of a time. They do that anyway. And the they players do that anyway. The players would have fun. Like, it'd be an awesome. You know, we'd lose by forty three. We'd play tug of war. We'd lose by forty three. Walk in the locker room and be like, boys, <laughs> what was that? What even was that? You don't even want to be out there, dude. What? You know, you can't get mad at it. You're getting you're getting five hundred grand. To be fair, it would be great for this show, which is half of what We'd your coordinators make. Yeah, that's true. I I just what a fun experiment that would be. I would love to lose for. And sure, there's pressure. And sure, you don't ever see your family. And there's a ton of yeah. We but, work a lot anyway. Yeah, I feel like I you know the clock never stops. I work twenty hours a day as it is. So what's what's the difference now? Now you just get a lot more free swag. Strike says if you have ten losing seasons, you might get fired. Maybe, Here, maybe, yes, yes. maybe. There's some leeway as long as there's culture, as we've learned. As long as there's that word culture, then we're going to be And our okay. players are young. And if we keep saying culture at a press conference, then you know it might work out for us. Um, coming up, uh, let's go a bit more in depth to this Florida State deal as they're trying to leave. They're trying to leave the ACC, and so is Virginia, and so is North Carolina, Actually. and. Not only that, the dust has settled on the Florida State playoff that lasted like four days of people people screaming and yelling, and now it's, it's kind of like, over. Oh, yeah, who cares? Uh, also, locked on Baylor just destroyed it, killed it. What does that word it. culture mean? Does Baylor have it? Because it's it. The answer is probably no. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys back throws it. Oh look out! Picked up. It's Bland. Only heard here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Don't miss the wrap-up the year sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. As the year comes to a close, we're offering unbeatable deals on new 2023 Jeep models. This month, get 10% off MSRP on the Jeep Grand Cherokee or Grand Cherokee L. Or how about 10% off Jeep Compasses and Renegades? And if that's not enough, get 11000 off MSRP on every Jeep Gladiator Overland. That's right, plus an extra 500 to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Hurry, this inventory won't last long. Shop online or in-store today. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. 
Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome. What's today? December 8th. My dad's birthday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday to Phil. Phil the Thrill. Phil Toll. Uh, you know, Philip was never really the radio TV type. Really? More you, of a book guy. You would never know. You would never know. I was asked by a uh, hiring director recently if I was more like my father or my mother. Yeah, interesting question. Uh, my dad worked with his hands. Flower beds, front fist of iron, the other steel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was... Uh, if the right one don't get you, then the left one will. What is this? Is Tennessee Ernie Ford. What's, what's happening right, right now? now? I recognize immediately recognize in a second. Wow. Jamaican? I don't know this either. Is this Bob Marley? <laughs> I kind of 
I like it. It's a long intro. We can just use this as the buggles under our conversation. What is this? We're supposed to know in a second, Drake. We're going to know in a second. What a build-up. <laughs> what a build-up. I like I had, that better than the other one. Yeah. I had That's no Stevie idea Wonder. there was birthday song. That long of an intro. I didn't on, either. Uh, happy so birthday song. I would have waited until the next Stevie, get to the point. Don't bury the lead. Jeez. Uh, I yeah. noticed that we didn't play that for Larry Bird yesterday, but okay. Sorry. Sorry. Fine. I filled the list. Fine. Um, when I was a junior in high school, I was elected the national president of a thing called the Beta Club, the nation's largest. <laughs> that makes sense. Largest nonprofit youth organization. <laughs> that checks out. Hey, you shut up. You shut up. <laughs> its slogan is we lead by serving others. We don't need to be the alphas. <laughs> we put ourselves second. <laughs> Stop that. Stop. 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 Uh, and I mean, what's better, Aaron? <laughs> Uh, the vice president of the Alpha Club or the president of the Beta? Because, uh, you know, if I'm vice president of the Alphas and they're trying to pry me away, I don't think I'm going. What if you're a great recruiter? That's the question. Well, that's, that's what they tell. That's what they're, they're saying about me. Great recruiter. Um, one, one event. There's like 15,000 people in this big arena. I don't remember where. Maybe in Nashville. Maybe in Oklahoma City. But I had a keynote speech and get a call from my father. This is a suit and tie event. Everybody's in suits and ties. Get a call from my dad. He's like, hey, uh, security won't let me in. So I walk out there. He's in a black baseball cap, a nice. black hoodie, and black sweatpants. Nice. And, of course, he's six foot four, 250. Guy played Division One football. Like, massive dude. Mount of a man. I didn't know he played Division One football. And they were very scared that he was going to kill everyone there. Um, so I had to be like, no, I'm sorry, guys. It's just my dad. And that was four minutes wow. before I went on stage. He That's didn't nice. really, he didn't really get the black tie, suit and tie thing. He wore black. He did, he did do that. Wore black. I can give him credit for that. Oh, uh, and it's my father's birthday. Yeah, self-made contractor, owned a landscaping company, outdoors, build stuff, big outdoors guy, just like me. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Something like that. It took him a while to grasp the fact that I probably wouldn't work outdoors for my life yeah and you know what else i noticed about speaking of this this kind of relates to about you and your family this week yeah i noticed that you are the one who's talking about sports all the time and not that this is, has to be a prerequisite but you have to be the least athletic in your family in terms of athletic accomplishments i yeah you got the sister his, who his had, sister's a d1 yeah athlete. had her choice of softball programs she's a power five and yeah, landon is a bowling machine Gold medalist, yeah, Machine. gold medalist in bowling. He also plays basketball and other assorted sports. Uh, what did you do? Just see it gave a keynote speech to 15,000 betas? Yeah, yeah, I did. And But your dad was a, there to see it. A bunch great. of broadcast stuff. That was, uh, you ever seen the Nick Kroll, Larry Bird shooting That's for show off? so great. The Nick Kroll, Larry Bird. So great. If you haven't seen it at home, YouTube, it's clean. <laughs> it's clean. Two minutes there's um, yeah proud young Americans. They bleep out all the bad words. Yeah, I'm a bang. That was my parent. That was although that was my, I do like to be alone. My upbringing with the cows. 
Um, Make no mistake, Magic Johnson. Oh, I think end you. My upbringing was uh, that my my dad shootings for show off. The whole town, you know, I wasn't supposed to be in TV and radio, but here I am. Yes, we'll have to live in the car now. Yeah, <laughs> great line from the sell the farm. Yeah. So you so December seventh, December eighth. Oh, largely the same in that your dad and Larry Bird very similar. Yeah. Yes. Great athletes. Hardworking. Yeah. Blue collar. Blue collar. I actually, I, I do think your dad at at his age, which isn't that old, uh-huh. looks looks a better athlete these days than Larry Bird pretty much ever looked. Yes, for sure. Just just coming off the bus. He could still, you throw him out on a football field and things are going to go poorly for the other guy. Yeah, call an ambulance, but not for me. Whereas for me, you know, I still dominate a basketball stadium, basketball floor. Not sure if I could beat Mosley in tennis, though. Big tennis game. Speaking of Mosley, he is screaming at the radio right now to wow. get on with the topic. Oh, oh, Mosley does this not, all the but... time. <laughs> all the time. I'll talk about your dad, who nobody listening actually physically knows. But the word culture, Red Rankin knows him. He's listening. The word culture, go, actually. Oh, Corey Pitts throws out here. Super quick. Lorena back to four AD two. Yes. Connolly, La Vega, China Spring. Whoop whoop. This is going to be one heck of a district. Heck yeah. I mean, China Spring, Lorena in the same district. Is already awesome, but then you have Conley and La Vega in it. That's that's with what Robbie Robinson. Yeah, I guess Robinson so. sticks there. That's it's tough to be Robinson right now. That's a tough. Yeah, if you're Robinson, you're punching air right now. So that's that's five. Um, would would it go to Salado? Or I saw this rumor that Gatesville might be moving up. Gatesville, Salado, Gerald are probably all in that conversation nice. right now. Yeah, yeah, awesome boy. I I I. Don't like having to play Carthage again in the playoffs and not having wrong. Stephenville in the district. But the, re- the regions are going to flip. But the hyper-local district, it's great. I'm here for. It's and, great. These, and these are the best teams in the Waco area, regardless of division. These, these are the best. And they're all going to be in the same... Uh, yeah. I bet Mark could give Robinson a run for his money. Yeah, I'm thinking like hyper, though. Like hyper-local. Hyper-local, yes. Right down the street. Ten minutes from us. Yeah. That's great for the road trips, man. The word culture for Baylor football, what does it mean? We had this conversation a couple weeks ago, and I, I wonder if you have changed your stance at all. Because I talked to a my buddy, stance again? I talked to a buddy of mine who, the, the, the answer is probably no. I talked to a buddy of mine who's a Georgia fan, uh, grew up in Georgia, rooted for the dogs. His dad went to West Virginia, so he's a big West Virginia guy too. And I was having a conversation at the dinner table he was, that he was at. Where I was like, yeah, you know, they're keeping Dave Aranda, Aranda for the culture. He goes, what culture? Of losing? Of of what? I mean, if you if the if the culture is some kind of moniker, oh yeah, we're person over player, but you don't see that backed up in the entire program moving toward one successful goal, mm-hmm. then what is the if someone walked into Baylor football tomorrow and said, What's the culture of this place? Uh, unless everybody has a culture, if it's just a blanket a blanket word, what would Baylor's be? And it's probably not great. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, in this world, especially of college sports, yeah. culture's no good if you're not winning. I think like it's right. great that the kids go to class and like all of that, all of that stuff we want. We want person uh, over player, but we want it to be successful. Unless you're cross country. Yeah. Which at that point, you go out there and have or, or in a lot of places, tennis. Not Baylor, but in a lot of other places, tennis. It's just uh, you know, be good kids. See you guys. Right. right. But in football, we want you 
We want the, the, the point of the culture is to be good for the kids and good for the product. To win. Right? And, and looking even more into this, I think about, okay, let, let's get really vague with culture here. You know, being a program that uh, people want to come back to, that it's in touch with its roots and its history and its fan base. And I'm like, well, I love Baylor. I will never not love Baylor. But does it have any of that? Right. Because we, we had a, a bunch of former players putting up a stink this year, which they should have, by the way, that they had no ceremony for the 10th anniversary of their Big 12 championship. Yep. And we heard there was going to be one, and that never came. And you know the reason. And, and, and like, so, so former players don't really want to come back, aren't being invited back. Former players are critical of the head coach because they don't really know them. And, and you know, you're retaining guys. That's, that's fantastic. But you went three and nine. Your stadium's half empty all the games. And the old players don't really want to come back and haven't been invited back. So what, what is the culture? Here? Do you know why those players haven't been invited back? Do you know why? Tell me. Because... In essence, they didn't have enough culture. You know? That's that, what Baylor that's, thinks. Right. That, that's the reason those players aren't being invited back is because of the culture that Which they have. Which is just bull, man. Because today, I, I just because this that. Baylor culture is so much better than that Baylor culture that we can't have those players back. And, and hopefully, in the future, when some legal things are tied up, they will recognize the 2013 team, the 2014 team, or but, at least bring those players back and celebrate them, but I get why they're pissed off. I get why those players are upset. I would be yeah. too. Shrike says... It just has nothing to do with them. You know, you hate Art Bryles. That's fine. Art Bryles, Kendall Bryles, Jeff Levy, okay. Don't Ken invite Starty them back. Um, we're Never. not asking you to. We're right? not asking you to invite but them why, back. I just, to me, it's like, what does that have to do with Jay Lee or Grant Campbell, yeah. who does come back, actually, so that's not a good example. Or Orion Stewart, a Waco guy. Orion Stewart. Why hasn't he been a legend of the game? Yep. You know, I, I just, I, I don't get it. Tevin Reese, who lives around here locally. Coaches at Itasca, like what? Where's he been? Why are why aren't these guys getting invited back? Why aren't they a part of the program? Why aren't we seeing them on the sidelines? When's the last time we saw Corey Coleman? Great question. When's actually, the last I time actually you saw Corey. Coleman? I did see him walking into a game this year. He was not the legend of the game. I mean, the the greatest wide receiver to ever play for Baylor. Yeah. When's the last time you saw Josh Gordon? You seen Bryce Petty there recently? And he lives here. He's around. Yeah. He's around. I see Seth Russell all the time. He's, he's great. He does the pregame show. Where's Bryce Petty? Right. Mom's spaghetti. Hot <laughs> just... and ready. No Bryce Petty. This is a, Shrike says, the person over player slogan is a great PR scam you can use to excuse failure over and over again. At some point, I that guess, does yeah, become I guess true. I mean, it's, is the word, yeah. I mean, it's like, tough, that's tough to say. I, mean, uh, uh, I don't know if I can 100% the, the, well, the agree greatest scam, The greatest scam would be if it was like a lie. If these kids were thugs and getting arrested and and Dave didn't actually care. Like, I, right. I do think he cares about the players, and they are, like, a, a good group of choir boys. Is what they are. Like, they are good kids. They are. They're and great. They, and we see it all the time where Baylor's coming off this horrible, gut-wrenching loss, and we go downstairs and for the post-game presser, and these players come out there, and they're super respectful. Yeah. They answer every question honestly. They're not blowing smoke. They're not avoiding the press conferences like college football stars are all over the nation, not the least of which being Caleb Williams. Probably the best player in college football. Yeah. So, and we come out of that, I do a lot, where I'm like, man, oh, it's tough to say anything bad about these kids, which is, it is our job to call it as we see it, but you're like, man, these, these kids are being brought up the right way. And so Was, at least there is that. At least there is that. The scam, the ultimate scam would be as if they weren't like that, and we're being told that. But 
it's not so much a scam to me as much as it is just just fake, right? Just just fake of person over player is going to get us where we need to be, but it doesn't. You know what I mean by that? Yeah, I, I don't like know. At the end of the day, you got to have results on the field. You just have to. I don't know about fake. I probably wouldn't use the word fake. I, I would say person over player has, if that's what you want to say your culture is, then it's not a culture of winning. And to me, if there's not a, if there's not success tied to it, then what is your culture? What is culture? I don't believe you have right. culture. So that that's where I sit with this. I, I don't know if it's fake, but it cannot be a mask to lose football games. Okay. It cannot be an excuse to be bad at the one thing that puts your university at the forefront of college athletics and honestly at the forefront of PR of all universities in, in, in America. And, and look, Ray J. Dennis comes to the podium after the men's basketball game. They blow out Seton Hall, a pretty solid Big East team with Shaheen Holloway, the head coach, who has March Madness wins under his belt. And first thing he says after the first question he gets is, I just want to thank God for this opportunity, the opportunity for us to play as a team, and I know that he had a, he had a hand in tonight's win. That's the first thing he said in the press conference. And guess what? Scott Drew comes to the podium and says, Jesus, others, yourself. That, when couple, when you are able to use that yes. as a rallying cry to have success and to win, and you bought into the point that you're all so cohesive that you're going to win, and instead the vernacular you get from Dave Aranda is, I, I wish that you could get points. I wish that you could win for heart mm-hmm. and effort mm-hmm. and togetherness. That's a very different message of what, and it's a very different idea of what the word culture is from those two programs. Not to compare, but yes, to compare because yes. their offices are yeah, right next to each other. I think that's fine. And, and and to and to add to the basketball point of the of the joy aspect and all about the cohesiveness with it, we see it. We see it all the time with the way they play. The hustle they put out there, which was a big question about this Baylor football team this year, by the way, coming ready to play, hustling, picking each other up, getting excited for each other on the bench, which is another one that we just didn't see in football at all. <laughs> like, I know they're different sports, but the, the the things that we see with the eyeball test are so much drastically better with basketball than it is with football. Yeah, And that's what I mean by, it, it's a great point. He puts out Jesus, others, yourself, and we see it backed up. And the example I was going to use in football is of uh, Clemson and Dabo Sweeney. He's another one. They don't have the person over player necessarily, but he's one that's talking about God's name, name, image, and likeness, right? And playing for something greater and having great young men, right? And he's been there for a while. And you know what? It's great and it works. And you put up with his whining and his crap every week because other than this year, they win a lot of football games. Yeah. And he has taken them to new heights that I don't think they ever thought they'd get back to yeah. of two national championships in three years. Like that's that's what it takes. And you might be you might be thinking, well, yeah, it's easy for basketball because they've won for so long. Brother, they started 0 and three no. in Big Twelve play last year. It's not like there haven't been hardships or issues for that program. And they lost Jerome Tang. They've lost some of the best assistants in college basketball mm-hmm. to become head coaches, yet still it the culture is so so deep. And it's, and it's the even program. the hardships like we don't even see. We talked about this the other day. How how much it must suck for a top 10 team to go out there and play in front of a crowds that we have at the Ferrell Center. Yeah. And, and, and to hear fans continue and, to make excuses honestly, for themselves, by it, the way. In the facilities that the, that the Ferrell Center is. Pretty gross, yeah. For basketball. That, that's, that's part of it that you don't even see as an obstacle. Yeah. But Scott Drew's still bringing in some of the best talent in the nation out of high school and from other universities yep. he continually year in year out brings these guys in there because it's a culture that works yep 
And how many times do we hear about it? These guys who commit because they love the culture. Keontae George was a, like, in some, in some respects, a top 10 recruit in the nation last year. He comes in, he's like, I like the culture. I mean, guys are picking him over. Uh, some of these guys have the pick of anywhere in the nation to Kentucky, go. Duke, and they come Carolina. to Baylor yep. because they like that culture. Because it's a culture that actually works. We see it outside of the of the arena and them getting baptized and them having these great trips together. But we also see it on the court. And that's why it works. Yeah, And it just hasn't worked on the field for Dave Aranda. So that's great that they're going to class. And they're sitting in the front of the classroom and, and all that. But un- until you win, it's like... What is that How culture? much actually is it? How yeah. much does that word really matter? Then Coming up... You're, you're cross-country. The Cowboys and the Eagles, Sunday. This game means a whole lot for one team. And for the other, kind of win or lose, give or take. This is the Drake Toll Show. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda is returning as head coach. It feels weird today saying, well, this person's gone, this person's gone, but this person stays. You know, I thought, didn't try to hide this, that it was time to move on from Dave Aranda. So I'm not going to change my tune now that he's back and be like, hey, man, this is great. This is a great decision. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. At CMC Auto Group, we don't have a popcorn machine in the lobby or any other crazy gimmick to get you in the door. I'm Justin Kramer. When you walk in, you will be greeted by me or Julio. We have been selling quality, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for the last 20 years by offering upfront best cash price to save you time and money. At CMC Auto Group, I want to invite you to come by Highway 6 and Imperial, shake my hand, and see what makes us different. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. 
Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Michigan State, Saturday, December 16th from Detroit. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off, December 16th. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. That old time screaming and shouting Go up, tell it on the mountain Faith too strong to be left out In way of the trying God I don't need the pills you take oh. Just to feel the spirit moving yes, Brother, I ain't slaying Break toll show <laughs> Mosley Toll Hard by the brasses Beautiful day. Played nine this morning, Aaron. Whoa. Tyler Childers. Triune guy. It's the most... What's the most you've ever lost in a coin toss? I'm getting better at it. What's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss, Aaron? I'll never get sugar, so I'm just Are y'all doing Matt Mosley as the bad guy on Move Company for Old Men? Yes, 100%. What's the most you've ever lost on a coin toss? Oh, where are you close? Give me your shirt. Where <laughs> 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 your bang? It's uh, good. That's good. That's a, I was uh, never here. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> Give uh, me your shirt. That was really good. Uh, that's... Uh, feels good, man. Friday. Friday. Oh, we're going to do this is Cowboys here. Cowboys. Oh, oh, breaking news. Aaron, can I get some breaking news? It always happens, Cowboys. Alfonso Allen, Baylor safety, soon to be former Baylor safety, has entered the transfer portal. Now, that's another guy who's on my list of top five potential transfer candidates who is going into the portal. Safety from Miami, who had some good... 
had some good snaps. Gave them some good games. Big culture guy. Last huge, year. Huge locker room guy. Great recruiter. And then just didn't play this year. I couldn't find anything on an injury. Nothing. Just like didn't play like at all. Yep. And he's entering the portal. He's a, he was a four-star guy at a high school. Probably Miami Central, which is the same one as Tyquan Thornton. He had, he had some great offers. Probably because he didn't practice. His yeah. <laughs> freshman or sophomore years. Again! Please let the young guys practice, Dave. That's my one. I will be happy and fine that you got to be the head coach still, whatever, if you just let the rest of the team practice. Because if the twos, if the, if the second string defense is running the UCF defense and your starting middle linebacker goes down, <laughs> your backup middle linebacker is going to have no idea what to do. Coach, I'm sorry. I know what the other team's running, but not us. And same thing with the offense. I'm pleading with you, Dave. Please let the freshmen and sophomores practice. Let them pra- let them be the scout team and get beat up, and then give more reps to the first and second string. We're not the it's not the NFL or LSU, but uh, we could be. Could be. That's the goal. <laughs> Got close. 2021 Baylor against that Cleveland Browns team that went 0 16. Mm. I don't know. I don't man. know about that, but they could beat this year's Patriots. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah, I did. Steelers couldn't even do that. Mike Tomlin. Oh, man. Mike How about Tom. those Steelers, baby? I know the Cowboys fans will revel in that, too. They're so poverty, man. They can't beat us. They cannot beat us. Oh, I was, I was like a pig in feces last night, even though I wanted the Patriots to lose. They cannot beat us. They've beaten the Patriots once since I started high school. Does it literally does not matter how bad the Patriots are. The Steelers cannot beat them. Ha! So losers, bunch of losers. Mike, <laughs> Mike McCarthy is going to coach on Sunday, despite his surgery for appendicitis. That's Cowboys, big, Eagles, go Cowboys. Don't have a kid with your house's lid. Biggest game in the NFL on Sunday, sure 720 is. in Dallas. Have you seen ticket prices? Pretty healthy, pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Get in the door is like 180 bucks. Standing room only, no seat. Standing room only. I've Thankfully, seen the I will be in the press box. I've seen the Cowboys and the Eagles play on a Monday night in Dallas. Really? Yeah, I got in for free. I had a buddy of mine working for the Cowboys at the time. Go Cowboys, Matt Mosley. <laughs> so, <clears throat> this game to Philadelphia, who's banged up right now? Yes, this is the time to get him. Probably doesn't mean anything. And and you're you're in your car, you're listening to the show, and you're going, no, it does. This is, this is their Super Bowl. This is huge for them. They don't care. They don't care. You're saying the Eagles don't care. Right, because the rest of their schedule's easy. They've, they're well, that, much- that is a really interesting kind of part of this. They are at the at the end of an absolute gauntlet, right? Yep. It was like what, like Cowboys, Chiefs, uh, Seahawks. I think were in there. The Bills in there. Uh, Bills in there. They beat the Bills and then lost to San Francisco, yep. and then go on the road to Dallas. Whereas the Cowboys are at the beginning of this thing. Yeah, that yeah. we talked about earlier in the week. Obviously, Philadelphia, then whatever, Buffalo and Miami, and like they're they're about to enter this. And Philly so in theory, that should be. Advantage Cowboys, like because Philly yeah. is beat up, and they're dog tired at the end of this man. And Dallas has extra rest. Remember when Sirianni yelled at those Kansas City fans? Yeah, that felt like the moment of, all right, boys, we did we we did what we needed to do in this stretch. Let's let's take a couple weeks off. We're all right. It also feels like a it feels like one of those moments where we look back on like four years, and they're like the Chiefs' record since this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Two Super Bowls and the the Eagles have missed the playoffs. They fired every year Sirianni yeah. the next year. <laughs> yeah, it's that um, freeze frame at the end of like Coach Carter and the credits. I'm just still 
not a, a I'm still on in the camp that the Super Bowl will not be in Dallas's hands. No. I don't know the Dallas that Dallas will go to the NFC Championship, especially with them going on the road. This game means so much more to the Cowboys because if you lose, it's over. It's over. It's done. Right. You'll be a wild card team for sure, but there's no chance of winning the division. There's no chance of, oh, maybe the Eagles slip up against the Giants a couple of times. It could but happen, But there's that sure. slight chance. But, that but if you lose chance. this week, you've already built the gap too wide. Yeah. The gap is too yes. wide. I think it's probably too wide right now. And you no, go into it right. And, and it's too wide, and it's a game gap. Yes. So you all, all the pressure is on the Cowboys. Going to this portion of the season, you needed to have some sort of 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 room. Of You needed to beat the Cardinals, please. Yeah. Yeah, so if I, come, if I tell you before the season, okay, Philadelphia's just gone to the Super Bowl. They're bringing everyone back. Okay, so what do the Cowboys need to do to win the division? And you say, well, first thing you think of, at least you got to split against Philly. You might lose them on the road, but beat them at home and, and let the rest of the chips fall as they may. And they have a chance to do that. Yep. But to your point, you can't be losing to the Cardinals. Just beat the Cardinals, man. We wouldn't be and now they have still not beaten a team with a 500 record or better because they knocked Seattle under 500. And the 49ers lost the Bengals, the Vikings, and the Browns. Two of those teams aren't exactly elite, right? The Browns no. the, the Browns were dangerous at a point in time. I don't know any of them early. But all of them are better than the Cardinals. You know, I mean, you talk about some of the Super Bowl contenders that are out there right now. And many of the, like the Ravens have lost to the Steelers. They've lost the Browns themselves and the Colts. None well, the of those AFC, are as bad as just the Cardinals. In general, is kind of a mess, but yeah, none of them are as bad as the Cardinals. Uh, you don't see a lot of Super Bowl contenders losing a game like that. The Cowboys. No, that's why the Steelers are not Super Bowl contenders. Had, or the Bills. Or the Bills have lost to the Patriots. Had the year. Cowboys beaten beaten Arizona, they would sit at ten and two right now. It would be such a different outlook. Game, on this game up over the Eagles, and you're hoping still the Eagles slip up a bit, but the Cowboys at least have it in their own possession. They have it in their yeah. own control. Kind of. I can excuse your road loss to the Eagles. I can excuse your 42-10 to 10 beat down to the Niners. That was so long ago now. Like the first week we were on the air. But it's this weird week uh, or weird week of there's no real moral, there's no moral victory this week. No. Right? There's, yeah. there's none. Oh, if you lose but, this but week? But then again, a loss isn't like, oh my gosh, the season's over. No, I think it is. But, but I think it is. But we're in that same mindset right now of being a wild card team for the Cowboys. Yeah. And if they lose, they're a wild card team. But to me, like, right? If you win, you're a wild card team. If you lose, you're a wild now, card team. Okay, true. I, I, but if I'll, you I'll lose this, this week, if they if they win this week and they win convincingly, then yes, the seed will be planted in my head and probably some Cowboys fans too. Of like, maybe they can go and beat Philadelphia in the divisional round. No, I don't think so. I just Dak think this plays is, well there. Typically, this is a different like, Philadelphia. Maybe team. there is something like if they beat them by two or three touchdowns this week, which I don't think it's going to be that big a blowout. But if they do, I'd be like. Well, maybe well, the Niners if did. they get a day like they have and everyone's banged up by the playoffs, maybe Philly has the right injury. That's it will take hope. something like that. Yeah, but I just think but, Philly's effectively conceded this game. I, I don't think Philadelphia think conceded the game. They don't. I don't think they have to care. They don't have to care is the thing. It, yes, they don't the pressure is care. more on Dallas. But if they win, if Philly wins, they've they've wrapped this thing up. As banged up as Philly, and they is. could potentially rest some guys. As bang, no, but at they, the end but of the season, because they've already to, lost the head to head to San Francisco. They're going to be able to rest guys anyway the rest of the way. Their schedule's so easy. Well, yeah, the Giants twice is it's great. That's two exhibition games. It's great. Philly's saying, look, let's get through this. Ah, but you throw out the records. Those two. Then you have Seattle, who's a middle of the road team. That's gonna but be we'll, tough. But we'll be desperate. Yes. Yeah. But we'll be desperate. Then you have New York. You have Arizona. And then wait, you, which New York? That's big. And then you have New York again. Yeah. You know, I, I, 
The Eagles don't have a cause to win this game. They're going to control their own destiny the rest of the way, and the Cowboys have a gauntlet still to get through. Philadelphia, who is banged up, can win or lose this week, and it's not really going to matter that much. It's not. And for the Cowboys, you're right. If they win, they're a wild-card team. If they lose, they're a wild-card team. Here's the issue. If they lose this game at home against a banged-up Eagles team that can concede the game, Mike McCarthy is squarely on the hot seat. It, it then becomes, all right, if, especially if they lose this I, I game think, and get bounced yeah, in the divisional round, you can't keep doing this. Right. The roster that's, is that's too good You just to can't keep – and in Jerry's mind, this is like a dress rehearsal for a playoff game. Is that a fair way to put it for the Cowboys? I don't think so. With the way they because played the it, with the way it's going to be on the road. But with the way they played against good teams this year, they've not beaten a team that's over 500. And so now you get a team yeah. is that Seattle is Seattle de- right at 500 yes. now. Yeah. Yes, that is the defending uh. NFC champions coming into your house where you're playing really well and they're banged up. To me, if I'm if my Mike McCarthy's boss, I'm like, okay, th- this is what a playoff game mm, should yeah. feel like. Yeah. And we already know he doesn't do well at winning them, but maybe, but maybe this year's different with the defense they've got. And if they don't win now, I'm thinking. I'm done. This now I know what's now I know exactly what's going to happen in the playoffs again this year. Yeah. Even the most optimistic Cowboys fan will say, at least I, I know again what's going to happen because we see it every year now. And then I'm thinking, if he's not going to win this kind of game, maybe not necessarily this game, but this kind of game, then how many more how many more examples do I need as Mike McCarthy's yeah. boss? This is to me, I I can't even make that comparison. And by the way, he's been he's been on a good run the last couple of weeks. I can't even They've make not that been comparison good, because but. this this game is so significantly easier than a postseason matchup. This game just is because you're at so home? you're a you're at home. B Philly can concede. They're banged up. They can concede. This is not like playing on the road against Philadelphia yeah, in the I, NFC I, Championship. I just don't see it. Because I, I I agree that I don't know if I'll use the word concede, but they can lose. Philly can lose this game and be in, still in great shape. They'll still probably win the division. Yeah, they won't care, right? But there's a difference between that kind of team not playing 100 percent versus like the Saints not playing 100 percent. Like Philly's still really good. Like they could well once again be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. Like even them going at 80 percent is better than anyone the Cowboys have played. Other than San Francisco. Right. But being at home, the way you played them on the road. And they've I been think great at home. Great. If, if you win 28 to 23 at home this week, which, which be is the flip the, score, the yep. flip score, I still think that road performance would be more impressive than winning 28 23 at home this week. I would I would take more from that. Yeah. Where the Cowboys have been so good. Cowboys, I yeah. was, I maybe that, that may be the most impressed I've been with the Cowboys this season was that loss at, that loss at Philly. The only other one that I would say, uh, maybe, maybe. A better win would be, or a better game would be last week's against yep. Seattle. Yep. That that was huge. I mean, that the offense got it done when the defense couldn't. CNC. And I think, especially, kind of just to add to that point I had about Jerry, about looking at this like a playoff game. He also has to view just how Mike McCarthy does in a big regular season game because you got three more after this, like right in a row. Right? We talked about yeah. that schedule: the Buffalo, the Miami, all of that. Like. You got some massive games on the schedule here. Uh, this is good. Uh, Pete Jimenez. And a loss could lead to something bad. In the CNC the collision text line says Matt Jones is back. Yes. Uh, Breaking news. Breaking news. Yeah, Pete. I think that was Monday. Yeah. But yes, Matt yeah, Jones is coming back. That. Pete, a little behind the punch there. <laughs> a little behind the punch. 
but glad that we can revel together now. This is Corey Gordon is back. After you see, get your phone back. Uh, Coming up, let's take it to the SEC's bowl slate. We gave you the Big 12s earlier this week, and there's some nuts games. Pop-Tarts, Dukes, Mayo. The SEC is not quite as flashy, but they got some interesting ones. This is the Drake Toll Show. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women offer finals back in action Thursday, December 14th, hosting Delaware State for the future Bears game in the Farrell Center at 11 a.m. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs surgery or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. Jim Haller, our guest. Well, first of all, it's hard to believe that I never coached a game in there and it's been open 36 years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I tell you, I've enjoyed that arena. It's brought a lot of great memories to Baylor fans. And as great as it's been, I am so excited about what the Foster Pavilion mean for the future of both of these programs. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Cameron Seward, Aaron Sexton. Do you think Egyptians still walk like that? Yeah. The way they're doing it in the video? Yeah. Well, not since Napoleon shot those cannonballs yeah. in the pyramid. It's I been a lot different. they hate Americans so much. It's been a lot different for those folks. You know, uh, you're going to have to host the show alone next week on Wednesday. It's going to just be you and Aaron. Sure, it will. I'll be. I, I will be doing the right thing. I'll be on the right side of history. Oh, you sure will, man. By doing play-by-play for Oglesby, six-man football on Shooter FM, which is sold out, by the way. Terry Tacker sold it out, six-man football. Wild. It's a nice paycheck for you. A lot of folks. A lot of folks want to get involved with Oglesby. Terry will be here. They play Benjamin. Yeah. And on the microphone. And I'll... I'll be up there calling a state championship. It's a bucket list thing to call a six-man state championship from Arlington, Texas. And when when the when the players is the, the yard line says 40, it says 40 at Cowboy Stadium. That's not the real yard line. Because that it's an 80-yard field. So then I, you know, I'm reading the word the reading the letters numbers for Boy, this is a, this part of it's on my bucket list too. <laughs> and then I, I have even... to say it's actually the 36. I got to do the math on every single play. Oh, if there's something I want to do before I die, it's that. And it's it's to say that you did it, to say that you were there. You know, you're going to be on the wrong side of history here. You're giving away a great opportunity. As I so often am. You're giving away a great opportunity. Okay. So you'll have to do the show alone. Hope you're already prepped. With Aaron. 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 
Have you already? You could just plug and play a bunch of locked on Baylor episodes. I probably will. Baylor. I'm just going to go through the transfer portal options position by position. Can I tell you my biggest secret? Yes. My biggest weakness. Um, I filled in for Ward in the press box one day. Completely forgot. Completely forgot. It is 11 a.m. What time is press box? 11? Yeah. At this point, it, it's probably 8, 9.30. 8.30, 9.30. And Ward goes, hey, uh, by the way, thanks again for filling in for me today. It's like, oh, that's Thank God good. he said that. That's not good. Otherwise, I would not have been in studio. So just went home, threw together 30 minutes of Locked On Big 12 content, added a little intro. Welcome to the press box. Just ran nice. it. Ran it. And none of you guys had any idea. No idea. Now you do. No idea what's live and what's not. This is live. Touch yourself. The SEC is in the college football playoff this year. What? Al- Alabama made it I got a break in this. <laughs> what? Bo Chow Jin is not returning to Baylor. Oh, Chow Jin is in the transfer portal. That's not true. Yeah. Dude. Don't, yes. Don't do that to me. Um, this, when did we do away with only a couple of teams could make the New Year's Six Bowls from a conference? They've just broken all the rules for the SEC. <laughs> the SEC is in the Cotton Bowl, the Orange Bowl, the Peach Bowl, and the Rose Bowl. I can't, what? How do they let you, you can't do that. That's not. Oh, but they can. That's not allowed. You remember the BCS rule was two? You could have two in a BCS bowl? Or I heard about on the press box, they used to, you're not going to believe this, the Rose Bowl used yeah. to just be the Big Ten and the Pac-10. No. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, they told Shut me that. Up. They told me that. That's way, it was before they were even born. The Cotton Bowl had an SWC team. I no. said, what the heck's the SWC? Why, what is that? <laughs> um... Oh, boy. It doesn't feel legal to get that many teams into no, a No, that seems Bowl. like a bit of a pose. But remember, ESPN has decided that it's going to make its own rules. This is not about football. It's about entertainment, which begs the I question. Guess, like, have we yeah. already forgotten about the Florida State thing? Uh, really quick. I don't. Does anybody still care that Florida State got left out? Are you, are you at home in Central Texas losing any sleep over Florida State not getting in? Or did your life move on the exact same? Are you asking me as well? I live they, in Central they, Texas. They did take down the, the call number to the college football playoff committee. That's funny. They took down their contact page. It just seems it just seems like we're fighting this losing battle here. That's what I mean. It feels like we're in yeah, th- it doesn't this matter how mad Italian we are. village that's completely run by the mafia. It's yeah, like, well, you know, we get mad. Everyone's mad at the college football playoff committee. And Ron DeSantis. But it's not going to change anything. Ron DeSantis is trying. He's spending a they million dollars. They just shut dollars. it down. They... they they stop the uh, they Count? stop the phone lines just like they stuff the ballot in a mafia city. Yep. You know, it's just the same thing. There's nothing we can do. Do you think we'll get a Bastille Day? That'd be sick. There, but there comes a point where a we college football all, Bastille Day, right? Where we all walk to the college we, football. Yeah, we just storm the Rose Bowl in Grapevine. Like, now we go to the uh, uh, yes, the, the committee's headquarters yeah. in Grapevine and storm it. Yeah, that's a nice place, man. Yeah, we should. Take back college football for what it was. And for the then fans, we come out like waving a flag. In the wake Sick. of this happening, Charlie Baker, the president, says, you know what? Scrap the whole thing. You 10 teams just compete against each other and move on. And then the rumors of the mini NFL thing. And I don't know. I, I just Charlie think Baker's such a fraud. It's such so, a phony. It is so jacked up at this point that I am past caring. I think most people are past caring. Let's just. It's just a. Di- it's just depends on which year as a college football fan. Depends on which year they beat you down enough that you went into submission. Yes. That you just gave it all up. 
You like the sport still, yeah. But yeah, it's not you've just given me... up any sliver of hope you have. I about. have a lot of respect for a guy like Aaron who said, you know what, I'll just not watch the college football semifinal. I can't do that. I know. I wish I could. As our resident Especially sports waiver, I can't do that. I ha- I'm going like to New watch Year's it. Eve, like I'm with people at parties, and I hate talking to people, so i got to watch football. Yeah. 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 That's that's the main problem for me. It's New Year's Day, actually. But yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's better. Maybe that's better. Much I think better I'm traveling for me. on I've New got Year's Day. I'm going to wedding on New Year's yeah. Eve. Goodyear Cotton Bowl, Missouri and Ohio State. I think Missouri might win that because Ohio State's just not going to play any of their Yeah, players. who's going to play? They're not going to play anybody. They, they're quarterbacks in the portal anyway. Marvin Harrison's probably not going to play. Like, yeah, none of them. And Mizzou is just good enough that they that they will have their best players playing. Just just kind of bad enough that they're not going to all say, sit out for the draft. And a good enough team that they could probably compete with Ohio State. Compete with Ohio State yeah. on a normal day. Probably not beat them, but and Notre Dame got close. Should have won the game. Ten men on the field. A grumpy old fan says Notre Cameron Dame's should just good. open the phone lines for suggestions to replace the committee. Starting ideas should be a dartboard, a magic eight ball, or if you want a rational decision, a four-year-old who needs a nap. I'll take what any of those. What a dog pick. Put a, now I'm just a, a 26-year-old who needs a treat. Let the dog pick. I like the magic eight ball. Okay. And that could work. Maybe later. Take it <laughs> Maybe up. later, yes. Yeah, I'll be yeah. Again in. Maybe Pick later. Pick me up again later. Maybe later. Georgia, Florida State. Georgia. 29 straight wins before this loss. Back-to-back national championships. What say you? Magic 8-ball. Mm. Sorry, Georgia. Try again later. Not, not now. Not in your future. Huh? Well, probably not going to get it ever again. Sorry. Other SEC bowl games, Georgia, Florida State. Uh, does George potentially Robert, maybe <laughs> could be you if you even care James Madison you want a shot with the big boys now Florida State they did cancel the coach's press conference will Florida State boycott I do there's no way but it'd be crazy it'd be awesome good for them good for them I'd be so here for that it would be kind of funny and ironic if they did boycott and they were replaced by one lost team again yeah 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 or Liberty how about Liberty, Liberty, Ole Liberty. Miss and Penn State? That's a fun one. I don't think you'll see too That's many good, opt-outs man. there. Peach Bowl, 11 a.m. kickoff on December 30th, though. That's funky. I'm probably not going to catch, may not catch a lot that, of that Peach one. Peach Bowl is always like that. It's always a yeah. really good matchup. Yeah. But then you're like, what? What? What time is it? Like, when am I supposed to be watching this? And why? Remember last During year's, the Drake Toll Show? Are you was kidding? it last year's Sugar Bowl? Bama, Kansas State was 11 a.m.? 11, yeah. I don't, I don't After, care. It had been 7.30 p.m. for like Years. Yeah. Had Baylor played Georgia or Ole Miss at 11 a.m., it would have sucked. Sucked. Then you leave at 3 and Bourbon Street. It's like, Ugh. Oh, that first year that, that Baylor went and I went and I had to drive back the next morning uh-huh. at like 5 in the morning. They did the same thing. Didn't get back to the hotel to like 1. Right. Yeah, if brutal. you out there have been to New Orleans, you've seen Bourbon Street at 3 p.m., not a place you want to be. No. That's a sad, sad place No, to it's be. really not. And Bourbon Street after like dark. at the Gentleman's Club at hoorah, Tuesday. Hoorah. But yeah. at 3 p.m., that's a really good way to question everything about your life. <laughs> Other SEC Bowl games, the Tex Act, Texas Bowl, A&M and Oklahoma State. Who's going to coach this game for A&M? Who's going to play in this game for A&M? Because on paper, that should be a fun game. But, but I don't might, think it will It be. might be an Oklahoma State win by 14, 17 points. And, and Oklahoma State might, like, be dejected. Does a have a quarterback on the roster right now? Uh, that's a good question. Oklahoma State barely Oof. does, and they have Alan Bowman. Oof. 
if Gundy wasn't in the transfer portal, I think I think his dad, Mike, if you might have heard of him, yes. might have offered like, hey, we're going to play Gunner. You guys can have Alan Bowman for the game. Uh, that would have been for some great theater. If college football is entertainment, that's what we need. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Kentucky and Clemson. That's actually a good game. I think that's Clemson wins by 50, probably. No, I don't think so. Neither team will have a ton of opt-outs. Remember, Dabble's right, whole thing right. is no portal, no Kentucky's opt-outs. Kentucky's still okay. No. They they're did underperform from what they thought this year. Ray Dennis. But so did Clemson. RD. Yeah, I don't... Mm. Mm. Not a buy. Not I would buy. love to see Clemson lose just to hear what Dabo comes up with. Well, how about the... Everyone's watching the transfer portal for a month, and how am I supposed to get ready for a bowl game? Speaking of transfer portal, the trans perfect. I'm sorry, the what? <laughs> the trans perfect. Can you call it that? Music City Bowl in Nashville between Auburn and Maryland. Baby. Trans perfect Music City Bowl, Auburn, <laughs> Maryland. I always forget that Maryland has football. Yeah. And they've that might like be seven the most, at one point this year. That might be the most pointless college football program. Oh, of all of them? I mean, because they're never, like, just dreadfully bad. True. Like, like Vanderbilt, like you know, exists because they suck so hard yep. all the time. Kansas, yeah, for a while. Maryland, they are just one of the college football programs of all time. He's got a point. They do have a national championship, by the way. Ladies and like gentlemen, years got ago. a point. But, like, uh, 10 years ago, they beat they beat uh, UT a couple times, and th- that's kind of it. Like, oh, you know, Stephon Diggs went there. Okay. Uh, how about this one? The Realiquest Bowl? Oh, we just, we're just making them up at this point. It's not the real quest? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Rally, R-E-L-I-A quest. Oh, oh. Relia quest? Relia quest. Relia <laughs> quest bowl. We're just making them up at this point. In Tampa at 11 a.m. Yeah. Central time on January 1st. LSU and Wisconsin. That matchup, hey, that, that to me, great, that matchup, conference matchup in like 2016, right, is the most played at Lampo. is the saddest. It is all, there's always one of those that's Florida Ohio State in the Gator Bowl. Yes, yes, like, like Florida Ohio oh, State, but they're both seven and five. Oh, right? how how it's just sad that both of these programs who could very well play in a New Year's Six Bowl. Well, we talked about year. it yesterday. There was a Sun Bowl one year that was Notre Dame Miami. Yes. In El Paso, baby. Yes. <laughs> On like December 30th at 11. Oh, uh, those two teams, LSU and Wisconsin squaring it off. Oh, again, 11 a.m. Packed house. Oh, that's great. Tampa. The Dave Aranda Bowl. Ooh. Yes. He coached both there. Put on both some Utah teams. State and Hawaii. Give me a doubleheader. That would be great. Could you imagine? And then brrr, the Cheese It Citrus Bowl. Not just Citrus Bowl, not just Cheese It Bowl. The Which Cheez-It, we have seen both in the past. The Cheese It Citrus Bowl. Noon Central Time, so playing basically the same time as that LSU game. Mm-hmm. The worst possible. I mean, Josh Jacksonville was shooting himself over this, shooting his foot. Tennessee, Iowa. Oh baby, is Ferentz's son gone now or after the bowl game? I think he doesn't have the play calling duties. Oh, I think that was stripped because apparently you can do that in the middle of the season, brother. Had they Dave Aranda just learned that? Had they hired Joe Brady? They hired just somebody, a Bobby Petrino yeah. at Iowa. That's a national championship. That would be team. so funny, man, if That's they just brought in some quality. like how mummy Mike Leach guy. Oh. I mean, they could have brought in Dana Holgerson. Mummy's still alive, right? 
Yes, I thought he was dead, but he's not. Have they brought in an OC? Jude Iowa Jones. Yet? Ooh, that's Iowa's OC. You know what? Oh, that'd be so great. Screw it, Sonny Dykes, <laughs> Rhett Lashley, let's Kendall just give Riles. Him, let's give him more than we give Ferentz. Bring him in, run it. That'd be really. That funny. is the one program that could bring in Art Bryles. That's what just... we'd be. That's what we would have been saying all year long if we were at the Iowa City flagship. Art Bryles. No, just anybody. Just naming any of these names. Like, bring this guy in, and you are the Big Ten champions. Just any You're lick going of offense. to the playoff. Any any lick of offense there. I think they held every opponent below thirty. Mel Tucker's an offensive guy, right? Oh, he's no. looking for a job. Oh no, is he? I thought he was. Defensive trenches. kind of nah, like a <laughs> That was just a guess. Expert genius, the offense. Coming up. <clears throat> Who should Iowa's next OC be? Florida State, Virginia, North Carolina, Clemson, all want out of the ACC. They want out now, and there are rumors in an ACC and Big 12 merger. Merger. Not poaching, but they're going to do it together. Is that on the way? This is the Drake Toll Show. This is ESPN Central Texas. Bring in the new year with unbeatable savings during the wrap-up-the-year sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. This month, get a new 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie Crew Cab 4x4, $15,000 off MSRP, or 2.9% for 72 months. Or how about a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab 4x4, $12,000 off MSRP, or 2.9% for 72 months. Plus an extra $500 off for first responders. Hurry in. These deals won't last long at Allen Samuels. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. 
Does your company need CDL drivers? We can help. ATDS assists companies with training their employees to obtain their CDL license to fill driving positions. There's somewhat freight to be hauled and not enough drivers to keep up with the demand, especially since it's a requirement to attend a truck driving school now to get your CDL license. ATDS trains drivers for over 20 different companies. They can obtain their CDL license in as little as 20 days and be on the road working immediately. Our only requirement is that you must have a valid Texas driver's license, no outstanding tickets or warrants, and you must be able to pass a drug screen and DOT physical. We train and test on manual transmissions, which sets us apart from other schools in the area. We do not want our students to have an automatic restriction on their license. We start a new class every two weeks, and we also have weekend classes available. Call us at 254-829-1694 to get your employees enrolled to obtain their CDL license. Toll Show. Happy Friday, end of the work week. On the cusp of the weekend, we get to watch Army and Navy duke it out in the snow. 78 degrees in Waco, Texas today. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That's the one rub I have with Waco. It does. That it's warm? Yeah. It does yeah. happen, man. I- you know, we were going, I think it was two years ago, going to the state championship when China Spring played Gilmer. It was like 73 degrees. Nice. It doesn't feel like state championship weather. It doesn't feel like Christmas. It doesn't, no, this is bad. No, in fact, know, it's like, too sunny right now. It's really tough. That's what, that's what makes you think state championship, just gray as heck. It's really tough to harness Christmas when it feels like this. Yeah. It's tough. This. It feels like, for most of my life growing up in Massachusetts, the, the scenery now feels like what beginning of October looks like. Is Louise are just starting to fall. They've got some they've got some color on them, but yeah, it's also way hotter. Question. Nice day today. Question. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? What do these schools have in common? Gatesville, Robinson, Lorena, La Vega, Connolly, and China Spring. Um are they all 4A Division Two next year? It does seem like that's going to be the case. And what, one of them was last year? And is a very likely district moving forward. That's awesome, man. Two of them. Yeah. That is awesome. That's great. The, 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 the Waco district, truly. And, and like, the competition-wise, they're all pretty good right now. Yeah. Gatesville. Yeah. Yeah. But Robinson had a, had a good year this year. Obviously, China Spring and Lorena have the hardware. La Vega's coming, but still just a few years removed from hardware. Don Hyde. And Conley had the best athlete and the best recruit in the, the whole state, three basically. three athletes in the area. So this, this is, this is going to be fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. Maniacal. I love it, John. Salakat. Uh, two different guys. One of those being Gus Johnson, the other, no idea. No idea what that guy's name was. 
I love it, John. Great call. Virginia. You know uh, Pete Thamel? Uh, I do know Pete Thamel. He's on, a, he's on a podcast the other day and says that his power rankings of expansion to the SEC, number one, Virginia. Hmm. He believes the SEC's next move would be Virginia before, before they go after Clemson and Florida State. He says as well okay. that okay, there's one reason I can think of, but it's Virginia and North great. Carolina they would want. And I, I've also heard that Virginia wants to take Virginia Tech. They're tied at the hip. Those two yep. teams want to go. They would want to go together. They'd need to go together. State based wants on that to happen. Legislature, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So as we've been talking about Florida State being the catalyst to destroy the ACC and how they're going to leave and Clemson's going to leave and NC State's going to leave and UNC is going to leave and Miami's going to leave and all that. Now the prevalent rumor is. Virginia to the SEC, <laughs> per Pete Thamel, this is a possibility. And what's more, that the Big 12 could be in talks currently with Jim Phillips and the ACC of a merger, a scheduling merger, to bring the two conferences together and just do what is inevitable, and that is consolidation. The word consolidation happen, yeah. is what this is. And, and now you'd have a much more defined regionality to the conference. You could build pods. You could build six teams here, six teams here, six teams here, and six teams there. That would work. And honestly, rather than the Big 12 poaching certain teams from the ACC, now with the opportunity of adding Washington State and Oregon State again because those teams are profitable, Washington mm-hmm. State is profitable, there's a real path here to Brett Yormark, who I do believe is in the driver's seat in this, He's, building, yeah, he's holding the cards here. Building America's first true super comp. You could argue yeah, the Big Ten is there, but I would I would say a 25-team conference would be the first true super conference yeah, that, in this that country. Would, that would do it. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's start back from the beginning here. Yeah, what questions you got the SEC. For me. So, I mean, the only thing I could think of, and, and this is no small point when it comes to specifically the Clemson and Florida State side of this argument, even more so than the Virginia side, is the SEC... So much of this comes down to media markets, right? Guess what, Drake? Yep. SEC already has those markets. True. They've got South Carolina. They've got Florida. They don't need that. They, they don't need that media market. They don't need that recruiting base. They already have it. Yeah. And they have member schools who are going to want to block that move. And, and Virginia is, I mean, you get D.C. Okay. It's a huge alumni base for UVA and, and yeah. D.C. Okay. Already, that's a that's a better deal for the SEC right there. And North Carolina, as much as I personally hate that university, um, one heck of an athletic program to bring in. The branding, the alumni base, the, the fan base in general, and you get Charlotte, which you might have had a good stake in anyway. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's a nice one to have, North Carolina. So if I'm Virginia, do I want to do that? Eh, I mean, yes, at the end of the day, because of the lucrative money it brings your school, but you're you're never going to compete in football. And I guess the argument would be, well, they weren't doing that in the ACC. Nope, they weren't. So so you might as well. So that would be interesting, man. It just seems so slam dunk from afar to say, well, if anyone's going from the ACC that any conference is going to want, yeah, it's Florida State, it's Miami, it's Clemson. No way. No way. Yeah. So does the Big Ten still go after those guys? I don't. I think we're at a spot here where the, the prevalent rumor is that 
the Big Ten would build a contract to bring in Florida State and Clemson. It's for those same reasons, a, it makes a lot more sense for the Big Ten. It's going to take a lot of money to do that. And the Big Ten has shown that yeah. it doesn't matter. The regional, the regional divide doesn't matter here. That's not what they're looking out for is regionality. They right. just want to be as big and bad as mm-hmm. possible and bring in as much money, which makes a lot of sense. I can't, you can't really blame them for that. In, in this scenario, though, what, what was crazy already has gotten even crazier with the idea the Big 12 can expand eastward and not have to do it by poaching teams, not have to do it with a lack of stability, but right. can just work out a deal with the ACC commissioner. And I want to reemphasize the best point with this. The Big 12 is in the driver's seat. Right? You're much, not, much like they were with those Pac-12 teams. Yeah, the Big 12 is not begging Where are you guys to, gonna go? to do this. The Big 12 is not begging, oh, we need these teams to stay alive. They can go poach or they can create a deal that's much smoother. And that's what seems likely right now. Yeah. Well, but, you think you know, Duke's going to join the American? No. Might I remind you're, you're your only option. Here. We were in a spot three years ago where the Big 12 was going to fall apart altogether. Where we yes. were saying goodbye to the conference. Texas and OU left. Will Oklahoma State go to the Pac-12? Will TCU go to the Pac-12? Will the religious affiliation and the Bible Belt nature of the Big More 12? More likely Baylor to the American. Keep yeah. these teams out of a power conference like the Pac-12 because Cal and Stanford didn't want to play with the religious schools, the southern schools, the truck stop conference. And then we went from that to Bob Bowlesby saying deuces and in his as his parting gift bringing you BYU, Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston. And, and then Brett Yormark says, oh, sweet. Anything you can do, I can do better. He goes and grabs Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, who were a part of a conference that, mind you, at the time, could have stayed together. Mm-hmm. They were in the yep. same spot the Big 12 was when Texas and OU left. They were in yeah, the same spot. Yeah, you were just losing spot. your big boys, but that was it. And then your mark said, you know what? Instead of giving you the leeway of we can rebuild this league, let me take this. Are you going to eat that? I should have gotten that. <laughs> I'm joking. Give me that. I'm joking. He goes in and takes what he wants out of the Pac-12, and he's going to do the same thing with the ACC. He has said that expansion isn't necessarily done, but that he's pro-consolidation and that whatever makes the most sense to the league moving forward is something he's going to do. The the real people pulling the strings here, it's not Brett Yormark, it's not Jim Phillips, it's not the ACC, the Big 12, it's not even the SEC or Greg Sankey. It's ESPN. Yep. It's Fox. Well, yeah. It's the They're TV the money. money. It's that that is making this whole thing go round. And I can tell you, if ESPN sees, oh, Clemson's leaving, Florida State's leaving, UNC is leaving, Virginia's leaving, the ACC, there is not enough money there to keep that current contract where it is. Right. The addition of Calford and SMU is not going to bring you revenue that makes up for that. So in a reworked deal, it's going to be, oh, we're going to pay you a lot less. Yeah, and, and if I'm pit, they're going to want to renegotiate. If I'm pit, I'm not putting up with that. Yeah. I'm Louisville. I'm not putting up with that. I'm going somewhere else where I can make money. And that's when you come to the Big 12. And you know what I thought about when I saw this rumor coming about this morning, really, when I saw it, is from a football standpoint, if that happened, let's just say that. All these ACC schools come in. You got 25, 24 schools. The Brett Yormark can do something brilliant. Yeah. And that is... Rebranded the Big 24. Do like... do. Like four pods or whatever it is. Okay. Let's say it's four pods. Of six. Four pods of six, effectively. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Let's just play this out. Four pods of six. And Brett Yormark should say, what if I end my regular season for football the week early and put a semifinal of the Big 12 and then a championship game of the Big 12? Idea. Yes. Across the room, idea, across the room. Yes. That, that's what Charlie Baker is saying you can do. Yes, what yes, Charlie Baker said, said the last right. week. That, that's is, one of the actual benefits. I want to give these teams autonomy. Do what you want. Create your own. Was there something that said a conference couldn't do that anyway? 
Because like the Big 12 didn't have a championship game for years. But there's something written in there. But Charlie Baker's saying, make your own rules. Create your own compensation. Create your own transfer portal. Just do what you want to do. Get out of my hair. Instead of breaking away from the NCAA, we're going to give you extreme autonomy. So the Big 12 could do that. Yeah, and that's the thing. You you end it early so you don't add any games because it's going to be a crazy number for college football playoff teams anyway. And then it becomes a different issue. But then, then think about the money. That that championship games drive yeah. for a conference, and, and it's a you great, say I'm going to give you three of them. It's a great I'm way to decide give a you champion. Three of them, and, and it's it's uh you know so maybe it's during rivalry week, and it's not great for the networks, but you're gonna you're gonna have a semifinal no matter what on on ESPN or CBS or yeah. Fox. You're gonna put them at night. And that is going to be jumping, man. You put them at neutral sites in different parts. So you get your ACC teams. Okay, you you play that one in Charlotte or your Southern ACC teams. You play it in Tallahassee or, or Jacksonville. And then you you meet in Arlington or Kansas City or whatever yeah. it is. That would just set them apart from every other conference in that aspect. Yeah. It's not going to be the best conference in football, of course. But you'll have something that no other conference has. Beautiful. Beautiful. Isn't that, wasn't that a great idea? You just, you just, you're a genius. Did you just think about that on your own? This you morning, I was literally, I was driving here. And yeah. I was like, well, that would just be such a mess. How do you do it with 25 teams? How do you do a conference champion? Do you have to go back to one and two and whatever? And I'm like, well, no, you, you don't. Because there's nothing, like, what would stop Brett Yormark from doing that? I just, I, yeah. and other than NCAA point, rules. It's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory anymore. Tom Fernelli's talking about it. Pete Thamel's talking about it. Former Florida State presidents are talking about it. Yeah. This isn't a, oh, yeah, these guys are blowing hot air up your skirt. They're just talking about a hypothetical situation. No. Brett Yormark said it this week. I am pro-consolidation. The word expansion in itself is a misnomer. Mm-hmm. This is about consolidation. Yes. How tight can yes. we make college football to make the biggest to make the biggest impact and the most amount of money? That's what Charlie Baker wants to do, too. I think those two guys... Your mark said and it. I think the network is going to want that, is by the way. He pro-Charlie Baker this week. He said, I, we have elected Charlie to do his job, and he is doing his job. That was your mark's response to Baker saying, hey, we need it. When Sankey's response was, I wish you would run it across my desk, your mark's <laughs> was, yeah. he is doing his job. That shows me that Brett Yormark is interested in one thing, and that's money. He's not a college football yes. traditionalist, but guess what? That means that Baylor doesn't get left behind. Sure. That means that... Oklahoma State doesn't get left behind. TCU doesn't get left behind. That those schools who we thought when Texas and OU left would be at the bottom of the barrel, and that was the intention. That was the intention. Texas and OU weren't worried about the future of those programs. Yeah, they didn't care. Most people didn't. It was about money. ESPN didn't care. Now, those teams will be in a a more advanced spot, Mm -hmm. in a more, they'll be better set for the future than the SEC if the, if the first power conference is yeah. created with the, the ACC and the Big 12 and I even think, Washington State and Oregon State. I think it would be great for the networks, too. Yeah. Now you have three major conferences. Well, you've got more or less three major networks. I know it's not 1964, but you know what I mean? Like three major networks that are putting out college football regularly. Yeah. And you just war with each other. There you go. Everyone wins. So, yeah, it's, I, I still worry about the new subdivision and what that does competition-wise what you're playing for but uh, yeah i'd be all about this consolidation all about it and you're still if you're a big 12 fan that you're worried like well i don't i don't care about baylor playing georgia tech i want them to play texas tech well there still are 
Yeah. In fact, that might actually help you. It might be in more terms likely. Of this region. It may be more yes. likely you play Texas we com- Tech. We complained about the regional thing and, and how there's only one protected rivalry in, in Texas and, and you're going to miss out on, on Tech or Houston every couple of years. This is going to help that because you'll yeah. have to put it in a pod. You yeah. have to. Coming up. Boy, that would be fun. I, I love it. I love it. Baylor, Baylor Duke all the time. And this is going to be, this is the best way to build regionality is to have so many teams in one conference that you have to. You have to put all the teams. It can no longer be a, oh, Baylor's going to play West Virginia or UCF. Now it's, oh, there are enough teams around them. Mm-hmm. It would only make sense for them to play those teams around them. I love that. And it gives West Virginia teams that are close. Their closest game to drive to this year was six hours. Closest yeah. game. That's awful. Bring back Pitt. You're going to fix the that. The backyard brawl. You're going to fix that. Coming up. Oh, did you see who died today? Uh, this is this is a big day for this. You're never gonna another big it. day for You're this. Never gonna believe it. This is the Drake Toll Show. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Cowboys back throws it. Oh look out! Picked up. It's Bland. Only heard here. It's Bland. He's got one man to beat at the 20. All season. He did it again. Sunday night, it's your Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Eagles, Sunday night started with the pregame at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, how lovely are your SUVs. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, I love the trucks you have for me. Strong and tough with luxury, room for all my family. Oh, Richard Carr, Buick, GMC, you are the dealership for me. King of the road. At UBO Business Services, we recognize that on-prem print servers cost an organization $1,800 to $3,600 annually. With UBO, we are the only dealer in the country that can take print driver deployment offer secure cloud printing, offer follow me print, scan to myself, and cloud as well as X-Media's faxing all to the cloud. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. 
They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Time of the week. Aaron. Stop. What's the song? Stop. You think we have I put this up before, but can we get her on, on the show? I think we can. I think she's back in the public eye. She spent a lot of years questioning her own life. She Don't we a, all? She Welcome had a to the world, rough for Rebecca. Just wanting to be a musician. Don't get me wrong. The songs. We should ask her, like we did yesterday, to power rank her days of the week. Yes. She also has a song called Saturday that I haven't yeah. listened to. I just saw it when I was Googling this. Stop. 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 She really um, does. It's really <clears> good, but if Friday's indication, it's probably a banger. Stop. Breaking news. What? Per sources in the Shohei Otani camp. Oh, no. This is breaking news. He will be making a decision about where to play his future in baseball at some point in time. Wow. Yep. Wow. He's going to be a Dodger. That's what we got. He is one of the players ever. Yep. Yep. And he could help. He could make any team elite immediately, just not the Angels. Yeah. Or other teams that are bad. You can't do anything to the Angels. You can't make them any better or worse, it seems like. Uh, that like, is, I, they, like, if they they're gonna lose him, I don't even think they're gonna be like terrible next year. They'll I just, just be okay. Somebody <laughs> like today is like Shohei Otani might say it today, and then all of Twitter might explode. say it. Then all <laughs> that now that would be news. Shohei Otani would be a Ranger if Mike Pence had the courage. China Spring would still be in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, quickly, Philly or Dallas? Final score prediction. <laughs> Cowboys. Cowboys! 26-21. Give me Cowboys 28-23. Army or Navy this week? <clears throat> In Foxborough. There's one team that is better. And I ain't picking them. I'm picking the middies, baby. Fine. My grandfather, great-grandfather survived Guam to root for the, the middies, baby. He is a graduate of the academy, by the way. Is Munkin still at... Uh, at Army. At Army. All right, fine. Army? Er- I'll take Munkin then. Ooh, oh, should this arm. be a bet? Yeah, I'll bet. How All right, loser, loser has to join that branch of the military. 
All right, fine. Let's do it. I'm in. Anchors away, baby. Have you ever stolen Valor? I'm not much of a swimmer. Uh, I did, well... What? I did... What are you talking about? That's supposed to be the easiest no of all time. In 2020... No one ever stolen in, Valor? In 2022... Sure, God, who hasn't, Broadcasting my first game for China Spring, I wore a 2021 state champions hat, and I was not there for that. That's stolen Valor. Uh, yeah, okay. All right, all right. No, the easiest no of all time was asking... Was it the Har- the Harvard president? Uh... Hey, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think killing kids is against the code of conduct? Yeah. yeah. Ah, well. Depends on the context. God, I love the Ivy League, baby. Um, I, I've never stolen valor. Oh, okay, good. So love I that. had a buddy who was at a bar. We were at True Love. This is probably a year and a half oh, ago. Oh, oh. He stole some valor. And these guys from Fort Hood, not Fort Hood, Fort, Fort Cavazos, Fort, Fort Cavazos, who were like, hey, um. You also stationed there? And he was like, uh, yeah, whatever. He had no idea what Fort Cavazos was. Was he like wearing camo pants or something? They bought him he a drink. And he comes back and he's like, these dudes bought me a drink. Something about something Cavazos? It's like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, wow. You just stole Valor. It's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yes, you just told <laughs> yes, him. Yes, you did. It's your station. And you can't. Now, by the way, he is a Baylor student. So I completely believe that he has no idea what Fort Cavazos <laughs> is. I mean, they, you know, Baylor students don't know that Robinson exists, much well, less Fort Cavazos. Probably at that point already had a couple of Oh, a cocktails. lot. And. And he was on antibiotics that okay. week for the yeah. Nice. I mean, Dude, you nice. can't. I'm excusing it, but. You can't do that. You just who's stole the, Valor. Who's the most famous person to be stationed at Fort Hood? Uh, Elvis Presley. More famous than Jackie Robinson? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty close. Those are really, <laughs> no, those are not. really good. Yeah, no, it's I mean, not. I guess it, everyone knows who Jackie Robinson Internationally, is. Internationally? I'll bet baseball nations I'll also know who Jackie Robinson is. more people know who Yeah, Elvis probably Presley more people is. internationally. By a large margin. Who has a bigger impact on history? Uh, who died today? Omar the first, second Jack caliph Robinson. of Islam, who oversaw the conquest of Persia and Egypt, was murdered at either fifty nine or sixty. We don't know what year. Uh, I'm gonna give you two answers: either fifty nine or sixty. Six forty four. Yeah, six forty four. Sorry about that. Uh, George Boole, the mathematician Boole, who invented algebra. Yeah, sucks. Hate that guy. <sighs> but boy, I would really like to wring the neck of the guy who invented geometry. Uh, 800. 1864. Okay. That's, algebra's that young? Trish. Like, George Washington didn't know how to do algebra? Shockingly. Huh. Yeah, Washington wasn't, thankful wasn't for, a bright guy. He couldn't really read and write either. Thankful for Garfunkel. Oh, no, he was geometry. Anyway, uh, go ahead. Trish Speaker. Oh, Hall one of, of the all-time underrated players. Hall of Fame of Trish Speaker died today. He died in 1944. 1958. Oh, good run, man. Good run. 1958. Probably retired in the early 20s. First African-American astronaut, Robert Henry Lawrence Jr., dies in a crash of an F-104 Starfighter while training at 32 years old. Dang, that sucks. Uh, 1971. 67. Seems early. Golda Meir. Golda Meir. The fourth prime minister of Israel. Female. Iron Lady. Died in what year? 78. Yes, bingo. Nailed it. Hold them year. Yeah, baby. I just knew that one. Yeah, you did. Give me John Glenn. He died today. Mm, he's in We Didn't Start the Fire. Ooh, I was thinking he was 2000. 2001. 2016. Oh, yeah, I was right. I was right. Juice World died today. I thought that was a concert. Juice World. I didn't see that. That's what Travis Scott did. Oh, I'm old. Uh, 2020? 2019. 2019. Uh, 
Jackie McLeod, Canadian ice hockey right wing. 2022. 2022. Nailed it. Very nicely done. Thank you. All right, this day in sports history. Wait, we just we did skip by 1980, right? We did skip. Yeah. The greatest death, maybe in history. Really? John yes, Lennon Howard Cosell. died today. Lennon, most known for his solo work, like Imagine, One was of shot favorites. outside of its home in New York City by... That'll be Mark David Chapman. That's correct. How old was Lennon? Lennon was, uh, he had just turned 40 that That's year. That's correct as well. You are two yeah. for two. What year did he die? 1980. 1980. And the Patriots also won that night. It was broadcast or it was announced on Monday Night Football. And the Patriots beat the Jets. R.I.P. just killed the club. R.I.P. to John Lennon. I think that's how his son found out, was watching Monday Night Football. This day in sports history, the NFL championship in Griffith Stadium, Washington, D.C. Chicago Bears beat the Washington Redskins. Gives you a bit of a hint. 73 to nothing. 73 to nothing. The most one-sided victory in NFL history. And the first NFL game, title game, to be broadcast on national radio in what year? 1934. 1940. 1940. Give me, quick, rapid fire. Okay. Frank Sinkwich Heisman. Ooh. Frank Sinkwich, Notre Dame. Uh, Georgia. Close. Oh, I just saw this the other day, too, weirdly enough. Uh, uh, 43. 42. Oh! Doak Walker, Heisman. Ooh. Uh, 49? 48. Johnny Latner, Heisman. That's Notre Dame. Uh, 54. 53. <laughs> what? How, <laughs> what are the odds, man? <laughs> Howard Cassidy, Heisman. Um, 57? 55. Oh, at least Broke I was two years of off, off there. Broke the streak of one off. Eisenhower <laughs> watches Pakistan versus Ost test cricket at Karachi in what year? Why does he do that? I know. 19... Ooh, 59. 59. Very nice. Mm. Mm. Terrible trade. New York Yankees trade Roger Maris for Charlie Smith of the St. Louis Cardinals in what year? Oh, boy. 63. 66. 19 oh. and 66. Ah. Flyers' Ron Hextel becomes first NHL goalie to, to actually score, a, score goal. a goal. An empty net against the Boston Bruins in what year? Yeah. I... I want to think 87, but I Boom. know that's not right. Nailed it, 87. Knew it. Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. Indicted. Tax fraud. Got to pay those taxes, folks. This was while he was still playing, I believe. Okay. Uh, 93? 94. I'm, I'm taking back a couple of years. The Knicks set an NBA record of 11 three-pointers in a game. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 77. 88. That's oh, late, Wow, man. that's still that late. late. That's still late. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a big part of the game at all till the 2000s, and then obviously took off in 15. LSU beats number two, Tennessee, 31-20. to 20. Massive upset, number 21, LSU over number two, Tennessee, in what year in the SEC championship? Ooh. Uh, 97. My birth year, 01. Oh, I was thinking Peyton. 73rd Heisman Trophy? Tebow, what year? Tim the Thomas Tebow, 2007. 2007, it is. NBA Union reaches financial agreement for a to end a 161-day lockout. Uh, 2012. 11, 2011's oh. lockout. Oh. 
84th Man, Heisman. 2012 was the NHL lockout. Golly. Kyler Murray Heisman. 2018. 2018. And American basketball star Brittany Griner released by Russian authorities in a prison exchange for Russian arms dealer Victor Bout. Griner and the angel of death. Oh, has that happened yet? Griner detained on drug smuggling charges since February 2022. What year was she released? She was also released in 2020. The year of our Lord, 2022. What a week it was. This has been and always will be. That is Karen Stewart across the room. Aaron Sexton does a beautiful job of running the board. The mothership, if you will. Coming up, John Morris and then Matt Mosley. Uh, thanks for making this your lunchtime listen every single day. The Drake Toll Show. Matt Mosley, weekdays from 3 to 6 on ESPN Central Texas. Dave Miranda is returning.